0: Welcome to episode 290 of I Am Talk, your weekly fix in all things Iron Man. Guys, welcome along to episode 290 of I Am Talk with Coach John Newsome and Bevan James Owes. How you going, mate? I'm very good, and you? I'm pretty excited, John. Do you know why? It's the wrap up show. (laughs) It's the best of the year! Yeah. That's right. Oh, man, it's just so exciting. i got to tell you what, we've got to give some love to one person before we even start the best of the year. And who's
1: that, John? Torsten from uh, tryrating.com. And he never sees his family
0: because he just basically spends his whole time doing stats for us. Exactly. His family so don't even know what he looks really like now. like it.
1: So we've got some good best-ofs for this year. He's, He's done did some, some good work, eh? Hey? He has. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll go through that. We've got a few other bits and pieces as well.
0: We've got a few other bits and pieces. I am talk proudly brought to you by? CoffeesofHawaii.com. For the world's most tasty coffee at Christmas time. Athlinks.com for the world's best way to show your friends how great you are at Christmas time and extreme endurance for the world's best like that, like that buffer at Christmas, Christmas time. time you like that again this week show where we go I'm going to pull up my notes here John I'm just going to do that right now so we've got a bit of news we've got
1: There's not a lot of news No, there's no news (laughs) There's no news news at all
0: We go straight into the best of the year This is the best of the year Best of 2011 And so we've got the best results of the year and all that coming up Got a hot topic which is is you guys telling us what you guys thought was the best We do have an age group of the week Yes, rolled over from last week Nice, and then age group of um, the website of the week goes more into the best of the year, doesn't it? It does, yeah And then we're going to do a wrap up of the year (coughs) (coughs) There we go (coughs) Okay John, well let's start off with the best of the year So one thing with that good old Torsten Torsten, Torsten, I always get it wrong, don't I? Yeah. Torsten, you should change your name to Bob. Yes, it just be so much easier for me. But Torsten is—he's um, he, done so much work on this month show and, or today's show. So we're really doing him lots of love because he's been bloody amazing. And so, um, first thing we did is he basically broke up what were the top ten results of this year based on
1: how does he do this, John? his his rating system, which factors in sort of the the hardness of the course. Uh, and various other factors. Previous
0: races, maybe different yeah. races and fast. One thing we do have to give him some love on. If you want to check out, always work. He's got a great blog called Tryrating.com dot com. Mm-hmm. I'll put a link to that on dub dub dub.
1: I am Talk dot me. But let's break it down. Let's it's, do let's do girls first. Okay. So what it does is so so you know you get fast times in Roach, you get slower times in Lanzarote, you get um, medium times and Kona. Basically, evens them all out and gives you a rating score, which is a time that's comparable across um, across all races. So, girls side of things. Unsurprisingly Who do we think's on top? Um, Leander Cave No um, Kate Morrison No uh, Rachel Joyce No uh, In no. fact the same person Has got the, the, the fastest Three Wait a second
0: Mary Beth Ellison No, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Chrissy Wellington, she's talking, she's talking about She's talking about By a significant margin Really
1: isn't she and So her, her challenge Rote performances Is uh, ranked number one in the actual race, she did 8.18.13, and her adjusted time gives her an 8.40.20.
0: Yeah, so what he does is he does the actual times, and the adjusted time is comparison. He makes up a, a basically an equation that levels it all out mm-hmm. and then comes up with the best results. So you know she did 8.18 and wrote, but if you were to kind of level it out, that's in, in theory an 8.18 in comparison
1: to all other races out there. Mm. Uh, her next, um, number two on the list is Chrissy Wellington in South Africa, where she went 8.33, which gives her an adjusted time of 8.45. Yep. And then her Kona performance, where she went 8.55, gives her an adjusted time of 8.56. Wow. So, you know, but Judge, based on that We know she struggled in Kona And, uh, and this, this, this adjusted well, time Well her swim time was 10 minutes though, wasn't it? Yeah, and her yeah. bike was not her usual So this really shows that when she was on fire in wrote, um, She was well ahead of what she did in Kona So I think that the scary thing is Is if she'd been as fit as she was in wrote In Kona, how fast she might have gone there Because it was a fast year, you know We saw Craig Alexander set a new record you know, She went 8.55 But based on this, you know She might have been down sort of 8.40ish and. In, in Kona, which is pretty staggering.
0: Mind-blowing, really. Her Kona day was a fascinating day as well, wasn't it? Because she was chasing whole, the whole day. I wonder mm. if she must have had that belief that she could get there the
1: whole day. Well, what, what was interesting was she, she she swam poorly. We know why. She biked poorly relative to, to what her standards, her standards. Yeah. but she ran um, amazingly. amazingly well, and I guess that a big part of that is because she was not as fatigued from the bike and from the swim as yep. she might normally be, and maybe her injuries were not affecting her quite so much on the run. Having said that, maybe she would have run even faster if she'd been fitter, but um, her run was, was very good because we know... That Marinda has the ability To outrun her And on that day They both basically Ran about the same split yeah. But she didn't look like She was running fast When we were over there so Well
0: when you're riding You know Because we were doing the Riding in between And she was still Smiling away And you know like, like she's a fighter But she doesn't look Like she's a fighter If you know what I mean hey? Like you know she's not. Someone who has Lots of grimacing On her face And so she's pretty You know We live in a pretty Fortunate time To watch a career Of an amazing athlete Don't we That's right You know And John and I Have been pretty lucky To watch it live So it's been pretty cool
1: Number fourth Marinda Carfrey Just sneaking under the 9 hour barrier She's got an adjusted time of 8.59 39 And those are the only ones that go under 9
0: Yeah, then Leander Cave comes in at 5th place And that was a pretty big result for her I am in Arizona She had a great race here in
1: 8.49 Over the adjusted time that comes in at 9.02 What was probably more impressive though Is the fact that she backed that up after Kona you know, it's, it's in, uh, She had a good Kona too, didn't she? She had a great Kona mm. um, So she backed that up in November So you know, only only just over a month after Kona after getting th- yeah. third at Kona and then jacking it third? up uh us see third or fourth yeah pretty sure third didn't Joyce get four? yeah third? Joyce got fourth yeah, yeah. oh fourth yeah oh, okay. so Leander Cave was, was third so that was that's probably what's made that Know, potentially more outstanding than her kind of performance is the fact that she was able to back that up.
0: Well, I think she's been. it's been a breakthrough year for her, hasn't it? She's been around for a few years. She's had a few good races. A breakthrough Ironman year. Yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. And but yeah. and she's been doing Ironman because she did road when mm. we did road. Mm. So that was, what, 2008, 2007? Mm-hmm. So she's been doing it for a few years now. And this year was the first year where we've seen her really deliver on the key races. So it was really great to see her coming through. Kat Morrison, good friend of the show.
1: Yep, Ironman Texas. Uh, she went 8.57, adjusted time in 9.04. Leander Cave's uh, Hawaii time, um, third place, gave her an adjusted time of 9.05. Lindsay Corbin, not a lot of people would have probably picked that one, um, but she went 8.54 in Arizona. Wow. And uh, that's an adjusted time of 8th. Marybeth Beth Ellis, when she had that dominating performance in uh, Canada. Ireland, which is pretty
0: close to Kona, wasn't it?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, And she went 9.03 in Canada, and that gave her an adjusted time of 9.08.14. And the Joycitron... Joyce Tron Joyce now Tron. It's not the Aidenator Well <laughs> Her sister wanted to have Go for Joyce at Tron Oh we're going Joyce at Tron Okay So Rachel Joyce With her kind of performance Of 9.06 Which got her 4th place uh, At the adjusted time Of 9.08 So It's quite close Between Marinda um, Carfrey In 4th in place With an 8.59 Down to Rachel Joyce In 10th with a 908
0: But to be honest That's what you'd expect normally Isn't it If you look at the guys It's, it's a similar thing And the guys We'll talk about those guys in a minute But between the first And the, the tenth There's only a 13 minute gap And you'd expect that to be It's just that Chrissy is so dominant In that
1: sport Well I think it shows that uh, I, I think you, you're right We'd expect to see that But in the past um, You know Maybe five years ago Maybe five plus We didn't have the depth That we do now On the female side of things So we've got the one standout In Chrissy, But now we've got the depth You'd often see a lot Do we say that we've got two
0: standouts Because also Quite a bit of a heat Of everyone else
1: Yeah I'd say so yep. Yeah
0: yeah, Because yep. um, if Chrissy Wasn't around right now Rini would be dominating She would Yeah, yeah. So, um,
1: good stuff on all you girls You know, it's great to, The good thing about this rating is you know, History's always going to tell us um, We go back and we probably just look at the, the Kona who, who, How many Kona titles have you got But the good thing with this is This brings in the challenge results Brings in all the other Ironman yeah. results And it adjusts it for You know, there's no reason If somebody goes and has an amazing race at Lanzarote um, Then they can be sort of ranked in the top ten here So,
0: first, the question Because we'll go into the guys in a second And... and the number one in the guys is Andreas Rayler and that is in Rote. So the fascinating thing when you do time-adjusted is, why is it that road's such a great race to race? Because you can say, well, it's a fast course, but with the time adjustments, it, it's still proving to be the most successful race for athletes out there.
1: Yeah, but I, uh, but I guess uh, Andreas Raylert, you know, he is... Yeah, but I'm that. just saying, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like,
0: sure, road's fast, we know that. Mm. But even with the time-adjusted statistics that um, Dawson's done... Mm. It's still proving to be the race that people perform their best day on.
1: Yeah, yeah. I, th- I I'm still would be fascinated to see what would happen in a place like Rote um, if they had a Kona type field. Yeah. It may well slow things down a little bit on the bike, though, because it's reasonably technical, you know, compared yeah. to a, a Kona where it's basically straight line riding. Um, if you had a bunch of sort of uh, 20 going through that course, I think it probably would actually slow things up. But if we got sort of, um, you know, if, 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 um, Race name Bevan.
0: Um, Felix um, Felix. If yeah.
1: Felix managed to get you know the top five guys. If you got Marino, say you got Andreas Raeler, you got Craig Alexander, maybe Pete Jacobs. You got five of five of those guys together, and uh, put a massive bonus on the line for setting an amazing time. And they were committed on the bike. Uh, it would be amazing to see what they would do.
0: Well, let's be honest. This year's race is an amazing time in itself. A seven forty one. Like the week before, we had our good old Van um, Honecker take out it. Uh, Austria in around 7.45 Which we thought was just, you know, because it had been It was a 7 minute, you
1: know, record And it was since, I think about 94 Was it 94 or 97, something like that It was 7.51 Prior, yeah. to, or 750 prior to that, so it wasn't just broken by a little, little it was smashed Significant, to and, and you know,
0: for the years we've talked about, why aren't the guys beating the record, you know or, you know, small little improvements here or there but, you know, suddenly this year, something happened that really, to me, massive impact and Andreas' performance does come in at number one, the rope performance 7.41, time adjusted comes in at 8.02. So
1: nobody's broken the 8 hour barrier yet. And, for, and the time so adjusted, the time yes, adjusted. Right. But I think what the other <laughs> staggering thing about that performance is he did it solo, you know, he, he rode off the front and uh, and basically, it didn't have any assistance. I mean, people will probably say, "Oh, he was sitting behind the lead vehicle and stuff." But he was out there solo by himself, just drilling it. So, yeah, incredible performance, as Bevan said, seven forty-one. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. been a year of incredible performances,
0: really, isn't it? Because then number two is Craig Alexander, Cory coming in at eight oh three in Kona for a new world record for around about three minutes, wasn't it? Because was eight oh seven beforehand. No, I think it
1: was eight oh four.
0: Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, okay, sorry. Yeah. Um, and then uh, time adjusted, 8.05, so, so about three so, minutes. Sorry to bum you out there. Yeah, well, well, I don't know if you're right. <laughs> right. I'm going to pull this up right now. He's
1: <laughs> doing uh, So Craig, yeah, second place, eight oh five, twenty-seven. Pretty staggering. Not, you know, yes, he was one of the favorites, but you kind of like lo- me and, and other people think, well, oh, maybe he's getting a little bit old. You know, We said the same thing about Macca the year before. But um, it's going to show that age at that race is uh, is a bit of a bonus.
0: But is it, also, is it also that
1: we're in a time now where
0: athletes are the science behind the sport you know, we talked to Erin Baker in the next Legends of Triathon and she talks about how athletes are getting more specific, the more science around what we're doing and stuff and you know, like is it that more that, you know, 20 years ago, you didn't know how to look after your body so well, you know, because we know about Crowy, he is anal about looking after mm. his body, and, you know, because it's his career, but, you know, maybe we'll see guys start to get into their 40s and still be top, top athletes because they know the preservation side of it.
1: Yeah, well, he's, he was also, he's a bit of a late bloomer, um, you know, he, um, I'd, I'd say Maka is the one that really stands out for me because he was at such a high level at such a young, at yep. a pretty young age, whereas Crowey took quite a bit of time to, Develop, um, so you know, if we're thinking, you know, someone like the Brownlee brothers, are they going to be around when they're forty? Who knows? Will know? be interesting if they are. Yeah, so that's a that's a twenty-year professional career.
0: I suppose the other thing about Curry's performance is that the way he won Kona. You know, like, you know, everyone's always said Curry's weak on the bike. You know, you take him on the bike last year, Macker, you know, that's what he did. He took them on the bike, people went with him. And, and Curry knew this year that he had to kind of front up on the bike because people, you, you
1: know, Macker exposed him a little bit last mm-hmm. year and he, he really stood up, eh, and, and yeah. took it, eh? It was an amazing race. course, record. I mean, you've got to have conditions over there that are going to allow for that. And they had the conditions this year, but he also went out there and put in a an amazing day and, and put it all on the line and yeah for, for him and if, if him and macca rock up this year there's no pressure on those guys it's just it's just a, it's a honeymoon period you yeah know? They, they turn up there they can I really don't think they'll, they'll feel a lot of pressure so it's going to be interesting although
0: so, if they both turn yeah. up it will be the pressure of each other oh yeah yeah, yeah. like if they both turn up this year yeah. that's, that's the story isn't it
1: it is yeah but Haonaka in uh, Austria another amazing race yes and unfortunately he couldn't back it up in Kona this year he, um, DNF but his time adjusted time is 8.10 so pretty big gaps there you know 8.02 for first 8.05 and then 8.10 and then it starts to tighten up a bit Pete Jacobs amazing day in Kona is uh, is just just is out on third spot he's in fourth with a time adjusted of 8 hours and 10 minutes and then Aniko uh, um, who did a similar thing last year when we looked at these rankings, um, with his Arizona performance last year, I think it was his Texas performance, but he went under the eight-hour barrier, went 7.59.38, which gave him a time adjusted of uh, eight Twelve, man.
0: Imagine that. Imagine that running up the finishing shoot and
1: seeing the seven, in you
0: know, like it's always nice for every athlete. There's always an hour lower. You know, you want to do a sub eleven. You come and there's a ten there, or I remember when I got into my sub ten, and you see a nine there, and it's just a bit of a buzz. Imagine running down the finishing shoot and seeing a seven in there.
1: Especially, I don't know if he 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 may have done it before. I'm not sure. Um, but no, I think I think I'm pretty sure
0: he was the first Spaniard to go.
1: Okay. It was it was the first in North America. I remember reading that. Oh, maybe no, maybe Um, it wasn't. But I don't recall uh, because he's done. He generally does Iron Man Germany, and I'm not sure that he went sub eight there. So, regardless, he's 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 kind of lost the (coughs) lost the. Ticket to, to perform well at Kona for the last couple of years, but outside of a Kona, ticket. It's, you just buy a ticket. there yeah. yeah.
0: oh, I'm going to buy one for next yeah. year because
1: he's, he he won Abu Dhabi, um, he won he's won Arizona here in convincing fashion. He won Texas,
0: which was a big um, race this year. So, you know, so, it was one of the big races.
1: So yeah, good work, Andreas Raylert. His uh, Kona performance gets him in at sixth um, with an eight twelve. Surprised on this result Yeah I was too actually Paul Hamey With his Arizona performance Because he was going Head to head With Nico Lanos. Uh, he comes in At 8.13 And he really Has not done a lot In Ironman Outside of this He's done quite a few races But uh, he's, a, he's a former Short course guy Isn't he Yeah yep. He's been uh, He's got a He's he'd been second In the world To Simon Lessing, he's won Iron Tour He's um, up and down like a yo-yo But uh, <laughs> I tell you what If, if he had game on and Kona If he came off the bike with him He's the kind of guy who could win Kona Oh really, just and, ballsy? You know, to- no, just flip, very flippant It's oh, just yep. you know, on or off okay. And uh, Nico and Lanos shows up again With his Texas performance in 8th place So he is, along with Andrea Australia The only guys that have got sort of Two rankings in the top 10 Dirk Bockel with his Kona performance gives him an 8.14, and then Timothy O'Donnell with his Texas performance gives an 8.15. So, you know, I think um, we talk about Texas, you know, and we talk about these other, uh, the next tier sort of races they're trying to sort of set up to be the the Grand Slam. You know, Texas certainly performed pretty well there on both. The girls and guys with um, these time adjusted um, ratings having them perform well. So, you know, hopefully next year we might see a little bit of a spattering of some Melbourne results in there, a bit, uh, bit of Kona, and, and New York. a few other ones. New York, I don't think we're going to see that because it's just too close to Kona. I, I, I don't think. You know, somebody's either going to go, I'm going to sacrifice Kona, I'm going to go and see if I when can do When is New York? New York. It's it's relatively close before. Okay, know, like.
0: it's got that fast one, well, hasn't it? Okay, well, Thorsten's come in. How does his name? i well, got to get it right. Torsten. Thorsten. Thorsten. Sorry, Torsten. I just you know I want to get it right because you do bloody good work. So Torsten's come in and he's kind of made a few comments on it. And his first thing he said is that well, obviously the best results are still dominated by um, Hawaii, which makes sense. But he's saying based on his, his thinking, he thinks Andreas Raylu probably did too much in road and didn't have enough left for Kona. And then again, he did get injured at the time, so it may be the issue as well.
1: Mm. This is Nikolanis, as i said didn't uh you know two top tens but didn't deliver in Kona and Chrissy totally dominating the female performances all three top results, so good work on that one yes he's also got um other results that potentially could have been included um, But they obviously didn't show up in the stats You know, Mary Beth Ellis um, She obviously had three iron distance wins uh, Erica Chomor in, in, um, Did well in Austria And Jessica Jacobs in Florida But these are in the top 25 Because they're done on fast courses
0: mm.
1: So your thoughts? Um, well this is still going to come up My highlights of the year I think In okay. terms of performances and stuff So okay. I might save my thoughts a little bit to then. Save your
0: thoughts to then, John Yes
1: Thoughts are Thorsten, you're a legend. Very, very solid work. And uh, WTC have been informed and saying they should uh, get Thorsten on the payroll. It's gone to to the CEO.
0: (laughs) We've talked to them, guys. It's it's happening. But again, if you want to check out all his work, he's got lots. If you love the stats, he's got lots of good stuff on his website, trirating.com, which we'll mention a few more times throughout the show today. But let's talk about
1: our sponsor, John. Coffeesofhawaii.com. Big year for Albert, John. It was a huge year for Albert. It was. It It was a big year for Albert, wasn't it? Top five in Kona and top five in Boston so he's the fifth athlete in the world yes again two years rating well it is interesting
0: because he often has over the last few years he's seemed to have had one good race so he's had a good Boston or not a very good Kona or he's had a good Lake Placid and you know the other races haven't gone so well but this year he pulled it together and he pulled off a PB and he's not getting younger let's put it that way no
1: so (laughs) outstanding run and the reason we talk about Albert he's uh, one of the men behind coffees of Hawaii and uh You might have missed the boat a little bit on the gift-giving if you haven't got yourself sorted for Christmas. Oh,
0: you know what? If you're an American and you listen to us today overnight, you can probably still make it work.
1: (laughs) Possibly can still make it work. Uh, But uh, if you're you're a little bit late, nobody ever complains if some Christmas presents turn up late. So just get on it. Great way to gift-give, and uh, you can use the Talk code... I am talk and um, the other codes. If you want them, go to I am talk. Uh, fl- click on the coffees of wire logo. it Goes off to the site and it gives you the other codes in terms of free shipping op- options, in terms of uh, recurring delivery. And uh, oh,
0: one, th- one thing on the website right now, John, is that they've actually got you know people from around the world. Good old MP from Wellington, New Zealand. It arrived today, and we opened it, and it worked straight away. Oh my God, this is the best coffee we have. Ever tasted? We will definitely be putting in several orders going forward. Someone else from Dover, PA. Coffees of is absolutely an absolute delight. Your coffees are wonderful, and the two-ounce bags are a great way to sample each of the individual types of beans and roast. I've found that the two ounce bags are great for my morning coffee needs. While your coffees are delicious, what really keeps me returning for additional orders is the amazing customer service. If you have a question or a concern, I can simply contact you via email and within a few hours you have addressed the issue or answered your question. You are extremely easy to contact and very willing to work with me and give me your personal order with a personal touch. There you go. So, you know what? But that is the key, isn't it? You know, like, mm. The proof is in the pudding and if, if you, you know these people here are taking their own time, you know, and let's be honest, how often you write good feedback to a business? Exactly. John, would you ever do it? Mm. I do it actually occasionally, yep. Really? But you yep. probably want something in return. <laughs> <laughs> Could be, could, could be an element of truth to that. <laughs> but, but, you know, the, you know, only good businesses get good feedback like this. And, and you know what? They really do care about the customer service. And we get, you know, you guys email us and go, oh, you know, we've just been dealing with Coffees of Hawaii. And even Albert just emailed us himself, you know. And so, you know, they, best coffee in the world, first of all, but also just every bit of relationship they have with their customers is treated so well. So, highly, highly recommend Coffees of Hawaii. And, you know, because this is going to end of the year wrap up for us, we've got to say thank you. To them because they were the
1: first sponsor of yeah. IM Talk. When didn't they come on board, oh, I'm not sure. Maybe maybe a year in or something like that. Yeah, around right, right about that. But that's when we've sort of decided. Well, we might actually be able to make the show work. Yeah, and, yeah. And as it started off it was just a bit of fun. We're about to feed the family. And, yeah, <laughs> and now we can make enough people listening. That's actually worthwhile getting, uh, getting sponsors on board. So it was certainly helped us and, in the continuation of the show.
0: And one thing we need to say is I get all emotional at the end of the year, John. But Crikey coffees of hawaii love you guys you know like albert always says to us how you know how great you guys are when he deals with them you know like as much as we're saying the customers love coffees of hawaii Albert just say he loves getting emails from you guys saying oh you know i'm a listener of i am talk mm. and you know so you know just the relationship we, we have with these guys are really really great so if you are ever thinking of getting coffee just coffees of com is the place to go the customer service is amazing the product is amazing and, and let's be honest everyone loves a bit of good coffee in their life that's right mm. Okay, John. So what's next on our little list of to-do lists here?
1: Hot, hot topic of the year. Hot topic of the year, of the year.
0: Yes. Nice. Okay, hot topic of the year. So we're looking for the highlights. I'm looking at two different types of highlights. Your personal highlight, and then the highlight from a pro throughout the year. You yeah. like my hands here? Yeah, your hands Let's are getting going to crazy. <laughs> I'm getting
1: crazy.
0: Okay, then. So you start with your one, because I'm just pulling it up right now. How tell.
1: He's got the biggest highlight of his year. I knew why it's this a a would come low, <laughs> Bit of a low light, but he called it a highlight, was uh, getting to ride up the what is it? What is the, Maybe the highlight was the, dominating. you Sem- Seminos, um, just next to Annecy. We did a big uh, hill climb and he got to ride with me. And I don't know why that was a highlight because he was crushing me and I was. Well,
0: that's probably why I was a highlight, John. Yes. Because in people's mind, you're a bit of a legend out there. And wow. then, you know, John Newsom
1: is come around and make sure I'm sharp. Yeah. And, you know, 844 or something, isn't it? Wasn't it? 851. 851. Biking is my weakness and it's not very strong these days. So. And I was uh, a little bit fatigued, but it was nice to go and ride with Howtow, see a slightly different. Uh, what I loved is that you're both short. Technique. Sorry,
0: you're both short dudes.
1: No, I w- he made me look really, um, really tall. Yeah, yeah the, yeah, the camera angle he used. I oh, was
0: at the angle. Yeah, yeah. Because uh-huh. yeah. you Yeah, I was like, well, Howtow's pretty small as well. Okay, Brian Lafleur. His personal highlight, and this, I think this is a really, really important one: he's winning his first ever race outright. He, he said sure, it was a triathlon, but it was still a win. And it's so true. You like. Oh yeah Like you know Not many people get to win races No And you know Like John and I Over the years Have been fortunate To win some races Here or there And you know And it's, it's like She's winning races is Pretty cool But for the majority Of people out there racing They never get to win a race So yeah. for Brian That was his really Key highlight this year um, And it was uh, For a pro It was Crowley's Kona Simply incredible To back up The 70.3 win And I suppose We haven't really Talked about that enough You know well, it's, it's We're an iron oh, show I know but still You know To That's, win that race yeah. And then come out You know six weeks later when Kona was, was pretty amazing
1: and Files I'm pretty sure we called her the thong um, nice. if she was the one that uh, did Kona in the Jandals oh that's right yeah. the thongs yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> she's a lovely pro, lady best pro, pro performance Meredith Kessler in Rev, uh, Rev 3 South Carolina her seat post broke and she lost her seat road standing for 35k wow impressive
0: Paul Hackett's uh, Ken's Iron Distance event Was just magic The best part of This sport is That we race with The pros Getting change With them on The start line Or getting charged With them on The start line Seeing them out On the bike And while they're Doing the awesome Thing uh, Having them run Past me is just The best experience
1: Justin Pesco Got a little carried Away He wrote a book Didn't he He, but? he wrote a book So Quick, fit, but R- of feed- me, quick bit of feedback for Justin One paragraph is, is good but, no, but
0: but, I love that he
1: expressed his, his year yes. And what
0: do you have in there John? He what said
1: was- uh, he got injured And that actually ended up being his highlight of his year Because he ended up having to focus on a lot of rehab And really forced him to answer the question Do I love this triathlon lifestyle? And the answer was yes I do uh-huh. Even when he was doing all his rehab stuff And he, uh, going you know, can I really be bothered with this? And then he really it out he loves triathlon. Oh, that's really great. John Hancock's got my, my tri life
0: highlight: Mountain Snail Junior, which is done age ten, first three nine three. I've never heard of that distance.
1: Three hundred swim, nine k bike, three k run. Yeah, that's a good distance for a kid. Yeah, isn't it? One two one three
0: nine threes. Oh, nice. Um, with better transitions than I can manage well. You need to chap it up there, Hancock. Um, pro results: lots to choose from. Peach Jacob second, and Kona was just awesomeness. Under the radar, great execution and still a Super nice guy. You know what? He has to go down as one of the nicest guys in the sport. So. And
1: yeah, just not not intense like some guys are. Just pretty cruisy. It's so cruisy, yeah. And just one of those people who just walks around with small super glued on his face. And mm. uh, Chrissy McKinley, highlight was uh, executing a good half Ironman race in Wanaka despite the windy, windy day and choppy swim. And her Canada performance too, her pro performance. Stoked to see Helen Jenkins finally get a World Championship Series win in London, and probably probably his crowy win in Vegas. So Helen Jenkins did have an outstanding year for the UK. She. He- she died she, she, yep, she had a few very solid races, and uh, won basically the the test event in London, which everybody was peaking for those so. for the Olympic trials for most countries, yep.
0: yeah in the day, my highlight was completing the wimbledon seventy point three crossing the line with my dad, and on father 's day well oh, that 's pretty cool, excuse yeah. me. <clears throat> um, and performance has to be Chrissy at Wellington, obvious choice. But it shows how amazing she is. Fab show too. In fact, maybe the highlight was discovering your podcast. Oh, Emma, we love you. Yes.
1: Tom uh, Langdon, this is a quality. Uh, the highlight of my tri year was blasting past my brother with 500 meters to go, the Leeds Triathlon, <laughs> nice. and hanging on to get the sibling victory and bragging rights. That's so important, it, isn't it? It is. It's okay though because he spanked me in Barcelona Try a month later. Pro performance got to be Chrissy, um, though. And young Alistair Brownlee had a great comeback year after his fall in Sydney.
0: Old oh, Derek Bauer, uh, my first triathlon was the highlight the Wimbledon and someone else in the Wimbledon. Not a good time but it was fun. Um her performance was Pete Jacobson kind of breakthrough performance and definitely the dangerous most dangerous man if he stays on track next year.
1: Joshua Crabb had a um, good highlight performance. He said pro highlight was Jeff Simmons' breaking, breakthrough performance for third place at Vegas. And I remember that. I'd never seen the name before. And there was some big names out there. And I was like, who the hell is this guy? So outstanding for him. And he's got a really cool finishing shot, which um, Jeff put a, a link to. And his personal highlight was winning the season opener by risking everything um, and going 100% on the swim to stay with the competition into T1. So he went for the risky tactic, and it paid off.
0: Um, Matthew Binns is saying Pro Highlight was coming up to Ironman New Zealand in Taupo Which was my 8th Ironman Had been wanting to do New Zealand for 17 years But could never fit it into my family and work schedule Pro Highlight was Crowey in Kona
1: my last one, Sarah Butcher, tri-highlight, was a 25-minute PB at Challenge Wanaka half-iron distance race on an epic windy day. Um, pro-highlight has to be the inspirational PB's Gina Crawford has sent since giving birth to her son. It inspires me that having children doesn't necessarily mean I have to get slow or give up triathlon if I have children. And it's actually in this morning's paper, there's an article on Gina Ferguson, um, or Gina Crawford. Um... On her sort of comeback, and she's um, racing Wanaka and Taupo. And she's, yeah, she says has been setting PBs. You know, we talked last week, um, she'd been beaten by Sam Warren a two weeks in a row, an Olympic and a, and a half Ironman. But in those races, she actually set best times. So uh, oh, she's, great, she's eh? coming, coming back on track.
0: Okay, well, we start, we'll finish with Mark Johnston. You didn't do him, no. Right. Um, Mark Johnston, personally, I have two highlights: my first Ironman at this year's UK, and my first top ten finish at the Creighton Ray Autumn Olympic Distance. Uh, one of the top performances for a pro was Crowe's Colonel win.
1: So are we doing ours now. Yep. So a lot of a lot of you guys picked out Crowe um, or, or Chrissy um, of, in terms of their performances, but my athletic performance of the year was, um, was Andreas Raylert's uh, 7.41 in Roque. so I just thought that was an amazing day as I said earlier the fact that he did it solo it wasn't just sort of sitting in a pack and then running in a lightning <coughs> fast time he basically had a nice balanced race and we've got to remember from memory I think the course in rope this year was a little bit longer. They had to do a bit of a diversion and make the bike course a little bit longer. I could be incorrect they, there, No, they, they
0: change I don't know if it made longer oh, or not, pretty, I
1: was pretty sure that it was 2K longer on the bike, which is an extra, you know, couple of minutes. Yeah, um, couple of so, minutes. So I just thought that was an outstanding day. You know, there's been other performances that were awesome. You know, obviously Crowy and kind Kona, Kona wins, but, you know, just felt like to me that his rope performance, because that record had stood for... A long time I know it had been Broken the week before But it just uh, And he just smashed it By you know Nine nine minutes or so It was It uh, wasn't just a little Chip off the record It was a, It was a smashing of it So I thought that was my Well
0: it was four year. minutes By the time But it still was nine minutes In the previous recording Right yeah. well, I think this is <clears throat> This year is a really Interesting year Because it, you know if, if we look back On previous years What do you tend to remember You tend to remember The Kona kind of performance mm-hmm. You know like We look back And we go okay well What, what were the big races From last year And we go well Mecca's Kona kind of yeah. That's about it You know yeah. Or you might Occasionally look at maybe Germany, but we don't really remember many races from the past. It really just does tend to be dominated by Kona. But this year, we're going to go away from this year with quite a few results that we remember for a long time. Mm-hmm. Andreas' Ray, Lurt, uh, uh, Ray Lurt's wrote is phenomenal, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and who knows, you know, it seems to be that we're moving to a slightly faster time with the guys, so maybe something that's a standard that's set to a high level, or maybe it was just a freakish day. Crowey's Kona beats the record, which you know, it's been a long time in standing. is mm-hmm. what well. 15, 16 years since it's been.
1: Uh it, I can't remember what year it was. I think it might have been it might even be more than that. Maybe 97. Yeah, I think it was, it was 97. It was Luke Van Leer. Yeah, I think it was 96 he won the so world yeah, you know, I think you're right. I think 97, pretty yeah. sure.
0: So, so you know, it's been a long time standing. It, <coughs> excuse me, and and it has always been, you know, When are the guy's going to get faster? So that was pretty significant. And it was also the way he won the race was pretty phenomenal. And mm-hmm. Holnick's race, oh, I don't know if we'll be talking about that in the future, but there was that would have been the race we talked about in the future. You know, was a that was a solo effort. Yeah, now uh, Chrissy's race, um, you know, and Kono, which you know, like the way she ran that race. You, I think Chrissy's this year's race would just go into the other one. Cam Brown's 10. I know, when, I know, we're going to say, you know, wow, you know. Th- and we often get competition or the rest of it but that will be the thing we're talking about in the future you know he won 10 men in, in one mm-hmm. in one course and you know it's not a Kona it's not the big race but it is one of those things we'll always be talking about in the future so I think this year has some, some really significant races in place that we'll look about to be honest I think I have to give it to Crowey I do think the way he won that race under mm-hmm. the pressure he was under you know like just the way he biked That bike course You know mm. Was just Like we were in the media room And we got Macca And we got you know Torenzo and, 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 and everyone's going What's happening Why aren't the cyclists Trying to get away And they couldn't Get away from him yeah. He just rode Just phenomenally And so And then to get off And still run And do a great race For me You know Lure, It's it, it's really hard When you do these things But for me yeah. I just think the way He won that race Was pretty phenomenal
1: um, And Chrissy's Right performance was also phenomenal, but she did a similar similar sort of thing the year before. So, it wasn't but are we too hard, hard on Chrissy because
0: she's so great. Because really, uh, well, I, really, if I'm saying Crow is so great, the way you're in the race, you should actually, I should actually really be saying Chrissy. You know, she had a crash of a bike, mm-hmm. shoulder injury because you know swimming was really painful for her. She had a terrible swim. You know, we we're in the race going, what's happening, Chrissy? Yeah, you know, out of it. She's out of it. You know, she just gets on the bike. She wasn't having a great bike. Gutsy gutsy run. Like, is it? It's, is it almost that she's so good? we we're not. Wait, John sneezing, and wait, and no, and yes, and no, and
1: no, it's no. Gone. <laughs> it's <gone. laughs> So oh, it's it's possible. I mean, you just you just got to pick one. But uh, you know, if we, if we were to pick three, you'd go, I'd go Andreas Raylert, Craig Alexander, and Chrissy Welling. Those are your three top performances of the year. You'd possibly put Marino's in there as well. And I'd say those are the four standouts. Um, but yeah, and then you just got to pick what, whatever you sort of feel. Mm. It's your instincts, so there's no, there's no right answer, Bevan. It's no right, John. Um, no right. So you just express your personal opinion.
0: Okay, John. I think it was Tom. Put some music on. Or do you want to, do you want to sponsor? Um, chuck some music on. Chuck, chuck some, some music, music on. on. Here's some music. Oh, here's some music. Age hey. 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 Cribber of the Week. So I don't cue John, what I do is I just suck my breath in and he knows yeah. to come in. See You're that? off. You're off, it's, it's happening, come in right now. Okay, it was the age group of the week, sending in and from good old Belle the Fonginator. I you know that? Because I finally said name right, because yes. she always said fog, and she said, no, it's like song, fong. Yeah. Um Anyway, I'd like to know my name, my friend, Rona McLean from Cronulla, Cronulla, the Sharks.
1: And is, Cronulla, Sydney, Australia, has produced more champion athletes probably than any other it's not even a city, no. It's a suburb of, uh, really? of of Australia. So, Macca was brought up, brought up sort of through there. You ever like the Sharks? Crowy was brought up through there. Um, Greg Welch was brought up through there, and then a whole host of other guys you probably haven't really heard of, but a lot of um, ITU athletes. So, it's a real, real what hot, do you know, what hotbed. Uh, just a training group. It's like it's like any uh, is it like a good club or something, is there? Oh, are just a good setup. You know, you probably end up meeting down at the pool. It's not necessary. There's any amazing coaches or anything there. I don't think. I just think there's that environment where they're all training and you sort of um, work off each other and uh, yeah, produce a huge amount of champion athletes, especially in the in the nineties and uh, early two thousands. Well,
0: well, in Bell's mind, Maruna is one of the runners the most humble and modest triathletes I've ever met. She never brags about races she has podiumed. In. in fact, she barely posts photos from any of her races on social media sites like Facebook. She does the majority of her training on her own around the Sutherland, Shire where, Sutherland she, Shire. Shire where she lives and is probably the most committed, focused and determined athlete I know. She has had some amazing results in her age group, 49, uh, 45 to 49 in the last few years, passing first in Ironman Australia, 70.3 and 08. 09, 10 and 11 3rd in Ironman New Zealand in 09 3rd in Ironman Oz in 10 5th in Challenge Road in 2011 and recently did a PB of a 10.45 at Ironman Western Australia to come in first in her age group and secure a spot for Kona I'd also like to add that she won the female category at the Beer Mile nice <laughs> she's Scottish after all so bear is in her blood Rena was born in Scotland and only learned to swim in 2007, wow that's pretty phenomenal, this year uh, this, is this is the year she also who bought her first bike how amazing she has come so far in such a short space of time her supporters in sydney in particular myself have watched her improve over the last 12 months this girl just keeps getting faster and faster she trains her ass off and i'm so happy that she is going to hawaii this will be her second time and i couldn't think of a more deserving person to receive this amazing opportunity and that's why she deserves to be the age group of the week Nice, but it's nice to see people like you know, like I was like that. I came from no, like I'd never swim in my life, mm-hmm. and I remember going to the pool and doing one lap and thinking, oh, this is going to be hard with This I meant, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and like it's nice, you know, two thousand and seven and five years, massive results. Well, she's followed a three year plan, and then she's peaked a little bit. Cut, take another couple of years to step it up to qualifying and done it.
0: People like Rona are, are the example of consistency, aren't they? Mm. You keep training, you keep consistent, you look for small gains every week, and you just yep. kind of, over time, and
1: you rest smart, you know, over time you're going to get better if you just keep at it, eh? Yeah, so outstanding. And uh good thing for Aussies going to Kona this year, Aussie dollar's stronger than the US uh, dollar. I know, how best that? <laughs> yeah. The best thing you go over there, and you'd be looking at price tags, you go, that's actually less than my money. Yeah. It's a good time to be qualifying. Yeah, it's outstanding. Oh, that's still, that's still yeah.
0: another 10 months away, but...
1: It is true. Could be a crash, but but for now, End. Australia buy your dollars now. Exactly, so Rona outstanding improvements over five years. You are a, a nice work age group of week. week. Oh, I was going to say year, but, but week week. Yes, sponsor Extreme Endurance. Tell me about tell If you want to get, if you want to get Extreme Endurance, go to xendurance com. Use the code I am talk. You get twenty percent discount, and uh, we've had lots of feedback uh, in terms of how people have. It's similar findings for myself in terms of um, significantly reducing the, the, you know, the fatigue post training post racing fatigue and also seeing some nice boosts in performance I think last week or a week before maybe we talked about how Tao and how he sort of did a little, um, little 5k test and found that the week that he went on Extreme Endurance he had a nice significant jump in improvements yeah, he too, yeah, yeah. and he emailed us um, a week or two ago saying he's got a new challenge that oh, Extreme, right. Extreme Endurance are going to sponsor him um, in a world rowing record you keep talking, I'll pull it up And from working off my memory And Bevan's going to correct me if I'm wrong It's either a 100k or a 100 mile um, Oh, it was a long record. way, whatever but... And He's done this sort of thing before and, yeah, and, that, and I'm pretty there? sure he might have actually set a, a world best At some sort of rowing distance But he's, he's cranking up the challenge
0: 100k up. world record So um, he's basically Extreme Endurance are going to sponsor him For his 100k world record attempt in March next year Sponsored by Execute Energy Drink mm. Which is the Extreme Endurance energy yep. drink Which is great And so basically the current record holder In the 30 to 39 age group is His, where he currently holds it for 100 k which is 6 hours 37, mm. which is pretty crazy. But someone has gone 6.32, so I
1: don't even know how this works. He's just talked about age group there, so maybe... Uh, oh, maybe the world maybe, record. So oh. he's going for the open world
0: record, potentially. Um, so he needs to lose five minutes, but he basically wants to get down to 6.30. Yeah. Wow. So it's going to be done at the National Triathlon Show in London, where I will be doing it. Uh, the guys from Extreme Endurance will be there. So if you're in the UK and you get National Go. Triathlon Show, you can get your Extreme Endurance in the end, which will be in March next year. And they also have a t-shirt for the event. Uh, perhaps you should get. Yep, good. So
1: um, is a, it is a big. Um, <coughs> that is a big expo for really. So it's just
0: it's just the triathlon expo.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I went to um, went to it in. When were we were in the UK, like 2003 or something, and yep. it was it was pretty big back then. Really? So now, I mean, it's exploded over there. It's uh, it's probably well worth going to just to, if you if you're into your gear at all, making a special effort. It's in the middle of bloody winter you've got nothing else to do. It's, well, I think what you're
0: going to do is you because hell's going to be there for six hours. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. So, so if you're going to go to the the, the expo, you've got to go this, tell some love. Say, I am talk's giving you some love, mate. All go along
1: in your I am talk jet, bike jersey, and so yep. give them some love. Yeah,
0: get some extreme endurance while you're there.
1: Yep. Definitely. So, yeah. Make sure you go up to Extreme Endurance Booth and say, you know, you listen to the show, they love that sort of feedback as well. But like Albert, um, makes us look good. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> and if you guys who don't live in the UK, um, fly, fly there. Fly there. Yeah. <laughs> or otherwise <laughs> just support end of year support for all our sponsors. Just get on there and buy yourself. Well if you tried it before, try the ex- execute drink yet. Um, I, haven't, I haven't had a crack. Is it released yet. new? Uh, in some parts of the world it is. In North America it is don't think it's released elsewhere quite yet.
0: Well And let's be honest. When we first put extreme endurance on the show, there was a bit of controversy. People were like, oh, you know, supplements, and mm. you know, it's a it's a funny area. And to be honest, John and I were a little bit, oh, do, should we do this? But you know, everyone who's tried it loves it. Mm. Yeah, well, not everyone. Like I can't say it's a sweeping statement, but we've had so much feedback from people who have said, you know, something yeah. about this product works and mm. works for me, and I'm really enjoying using it. So if you are looking for that kind of little bit of edge in your training that helps to aid recovery, which then helps you to perform better the next day when you're out there, xendurance.com Check it out. And you, there's some codes, John.
1: Uh, I am talk, and I'm pretty sure the automatic uh, for recurring delivery is AD I am talk. But very much like coffees of Y, the feedback we get from the customer service is fantastic. So if anything, if anything doesn't work or not quite, you just can't quite figure it out, just pop them an email if you're unsure about shipping or anything like that. And uh, with the feedback we've had, is they come back to you very very quickly. Yeah, it's all good and good.
0: Okay, John, let's put a pause on because we're going to do an interview that we'll bring out next year. Yes. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so we'll be back in a second. Website of the week. Good work. And website of the week, this week has to go to tryrating.com because, again, dawson has been delivering.
1: He has. And one of the requests I put in uh, was, you know, how much prize money are they actually earning out there, the pros? Because uh, some of them are racing quite a bit. Some of them are racing not very much. So what Torsten went away and did is he um, basically collated from... WTC races who's winning What so this obviously this is just For Ironmans as well so it excludes You know your challenge races smaller your races local players, Races revs, anything you do and he has Excluded Kona and uh, Vegas Because those two skew the results you know If you get in the top 10 and uh, especially In Kona that's going to Basically probably mean that's just the top 10 for The for the year so it's sort of based it around The Ironman series excluding Kona Excluding 70.3 is just Ironman WTC races and just sit there and think for a moment. If you're out there, who do you think m- might have won the most amount of money? Okay, but and if, how much was it? If you take
0: away Kona, mm-hmm. that's, that's you know that's obviously a big influence on how people yeah. earn
1: So someone like Craig Alexander, if you take away Kona,
0: he's in all because he, he only raced once. Isn't he, he? He?
1: he only did uh, cord Lane. Um, if you take away uh, Andreas Raylu. Well, he, he only did uh, um, the the one in Germany. Not uh, I mean Germany, but Regensburg. Yeah. So and
0: he didn't even do that well because he walked it, didn't he?
1: Yeah. He just basically had to tick the box because he had so many points from other races, um, Yeah. From Kona, he may have done one other one somewhere. Maybe I can't remember. But but even and then like,
0: we look at someone like Chrissy who also did do some races, but did road as well. So that would have skewed yeah, it a little so bit. So she, for
1: she did. Uh, she because she did Arizona after Kona when she didn't, didn't race last year, and then she did South Africa. So have a bit of a think and who do you think might have won the most amount and how much do you think can I, can I, I tell been... you what I think no because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have the results right in front of me well John I can tell you and it's Mary Beth Ellis she won $28,500 in prize money this season
1: and that was well that was for three Ironman wins pretty, pretty piss poor really it is it? so she will have raced plenty of which is you know, not
0: for her like it's great she got three wins but it's pretty piss poor that a top level athlete in a sport who won three races and you know a pretty tough sport Yeah. You know, only ends up twenty eight thousand bucks. Yes, because it rent you take takeaway costs. I can't yeah. imagine much
1: profits going on top of that. Yeah, so yeah, that gives you a Kona, uh, Austria, and the one, the other one in Regensburg, I think that was the other one she was. So three islands. No, no. Kona, Canada. Oh, sorry, Canada, yeah. Canada, Canada. Yeah. Um, and what's interesting here is also a lot of these names you're not gonna, you're not, they're not the names that spring to mind straight away. And so, so this is boys and girls. Boys and girls. Yeah, males and females. If we want to call it, be a bit more mature towards them, <laughs> when have we ever been mature, John Let's be honest about this. Uh, Heather Wirtle was in second place so it's twenty seven thousand five hundred. Uh, she won. She won um, the one in Utah from from memory. Um, she won a couple races, didn't she? She must have. She must yeah. have won a couple. Yeah. Uh, Chrissy Wellington was in third with twenty four thousand, um, and that would be courtesy of, as I said, Arizona and um, South Africa first male comes in at fourth place. Have a think about who you think might be the first um, male. Mecca, No. Um, Tim McDonald? No. Um, somebody else? Eduardo Stirler is the first ranked wow. male uh, with 23,500. I can't even remember which races he won. I'd imagine it might have been Brazil. You know, he often does some of the, sort of, the South American races, um, sometimes does Florida races like that. So Eduardo Sturla was fourth Matthias Hecht another one you wouldn't pick was in fifth with 21 grand Amy Marsh uh, she sort of did well in some of the Asian races I think she may have won Ironman China if that was on last year Caroline Steffen fairly prolific racer 19,500 you've got to remember with her she obviously did well in Kona in Kona uh, and she also did the 70.3 champs, I think, but she may have DNF'd, but she's done plenty of other racings Lucy Zelnikova in eighth with 19 grand, Tyler Stewart in a ninth, 18 and a half, and Eric Chomor with 18 and a half in 10th place. So, um, as we have said, it doesn't include Kona. For Kona, the winner takes home, is it a, somewhere between 100 and 150,000 US, pays down to 10th to place, and 10th place is, I don't know, Ballpark, it's about five grand US, something like that. So you win more for tenth place, and you do at many, many Ironmans. Seventy point three champs. Uh, the money is is okay, and you've also got to remember that these guys do other races. Seventy point three. Yeah, they do, they it's do not so they're races. not making money.
0: It's not so they're not making money anywhere, but it's just it just highlights
1: that they don't make that much money. No, and and, and
0: you know that is you know it doesn't include costs. Mm. You know, like if you're going to go to Ironman. Uh, you know, somewhere in the states from New Zealand, you will a
1: couple going green and ear fear. You got your accommodation. You got you know. So yeah, it's a tough life. Mm. Um, uh, but one thing I will say about the WTC system now, I think it it really does help the. The athletes that do want to develop because you now pay the one fee, I think that's what's 750 yeah. $7. US and you can basically race as many as you like. So Which is good isn't it? Yeah if you're a developing athlete, know maybe 10 years ago this wouldn't have been so good because it was few races but now you've got so many 70.3s to choose from and so many Ironmans to choose from, if you are a developing athlete um, it's great because you're probably not going to get free entries and stuff anyway if, you, if you're that type of athlete so I think that's going to really help um, people uh, you know, just just make it slightly easier for them to crack into it. Things are These days, there's so much choice now for for the pro athletes. You've got Rev3, you've got Challenge, you've got WTC, you've got other independent races. You know, If the, the hit series sort of takes off, there's a lot of scope now where fields are going to get thinner and thinner, and uh, you're not going to be able to make huge amounts of money, but it's going to be easier to make yep. a little bit of money. If you're willing survive. to race, so you can make a living. Mm.
0: Yeah, Yep. totally. So. And then, you know what? <clears throat> You know, a top top pros are making a good living. Mm. You know, someone like Crow, you know, he's doing all right. And you know, like they are doing. You know, when you get to that kind of top five level pro in Kona, you know, you can make a really good living from the sport if you if you're good at your marketing, if you're good at your PR, if you know how to kind of brand yourself in a way that's pretty good. You know, like you can make. There is, the, you know, some top pros in our sport can make some money. The second tier, it's a bit more of a struggle. I think that's the thing. There's kind of one level and then another level, and ultimately we want to get that second level up a bit
1: more, which can then develop more athletes, which makes our sport stronger. But a lot of it comes down to personal responsibility and getting off your butt and making yourself marketable, brandable, making, um, you know, just doing the, the simple things like having a great website, having a blog, all those things are part of being a professional athlete, it's not just about the training. You can kid yourself and say, uh, you know, if we go purists, you know, I want to be the best in the world, all you've got to focus on is training, but we don't live in that um, perfect society in our Was sport.
0: Was it that, that documentary that someone sent us about the RAM, remember that?
1: Yes, you, you thought yeah. it was a bit
0: too kind of full on, but the guy who won it—he's won it a few times. And one of the criticisms to him was that he thought that by winning Ram, his country would embrace him and he'd become famous and make a lot of money from it. Mm. And I think he won it three or four times, but he never knew how to PR himself, and so you know he won this great event, and no one in his country knew about it. Totally. but he, he thought the doors would open up to him, mm. and, and you know what? For someone who, who does try to make a name out of my, or make a living out of my name, you know, I remember early on in my career, I learned that really you've got to let people know that you exist, and mm. you know, and, and as a pro athlete, it's the same thing, you've got to put your hand up and you've got to make kind of draw attention to yourself in a way that develops relationships and brand If you're a golfer or tennis player,
1: you can just ignore all that stuff 100% <laughs> totally because you, you'll make a lot more if, you, if you're brandable like a, a Tiger Woods or someone like that versus somebody who doesn't have as much personality um, because the prize money is so great but in triathlon, it's not not that way round. It's interesting
0: to see where the sport goes over the next ten years. You know, you know, we've got um, Andrew from WTC, and he seems like he's pretty screwed on, and he's talking about how he needs to create more profile and you know build the sport. You know, what's better for the sport is better for everyone within the sport. The more profile we can get, and you kind of go well, you know, maybe if. if if the, the organisations of the sport can make it more high profile sport, that maybe that will transition into a time where you know, the athletes will be, look, you know, they won't have to chase it so much or more come to them.
1: Well I think that's a real opportunity for some race organisers and it seems to me, we don't get a lot of the REV coverage over here, but REV are really trying to push the pros out there a lot more and you know, and we've seen pictures of their um, their race transition areas, you know, they've got big posters of the, the pro athletes and little, their names under there, so they're really trying to push that and I think that's a that's an opportunity, um to, to differentiate themselves and really put them up there on a bit of a pedestal.
0: Well, so the other thing to think about as well is Andrew. And the last time we talked to Andrew, he said that they're going to be announcing something in the next few weeks around regards to making pros more money. So it'll be interesting to see what that is. Because you know what, I think it'd be great for the sport if we can get our a, a second tier pros making a bit more income, because more time to develop themselves as
1: athletes and less time worrying about how they're going to feed the family. And and, and doing things like um, meet the athletes, sort of thing. You know, you go to a race, and i uh, sure they do their pro press relative. Press briefings, but what the average age group, which is how events make their money, is they they love meeting the pros, and if you can create an environment at a race where you know you into Ironman, um, Ironman Austria, or whatever, and you can have a, a session where you go along to to a big marquee, um, and you can meet you know the top ten at- ranked athletes there, and that gives so many people such a big buzz. Yeah, and so it really does. Uh, and for the kids or for the athletes, whatever, but I think there's a big opportunity there. Um, and initially it probably won't make any of these organisations more money But I think further down the track um, If we can have those guys really put up on a pedestal a bit more I think everybody's going to start win a bit, winning a bit more
0: OK, well the next thing that we, uh, Dawson did was uh, The idea of, if you had the world champs at Norseman yeah. Would there be a difference
1: between that and Kona? Um, and he said there's not a lot of uh, information out there on this because Norseman, you don't really get people sort of crossing across and doing the two distances. But he used Tim DeBoom to gauge changes in Kona, where he'd raced in 2010, and Norseman, where he raced in 2011. Roughly his swim in Norseman was 115% of his Kona time, his bike was 126% of his time, and his run 134%. This goes to show that Norseman puts even an even stronger focus on the run than Kona, if I use these percentages to calculate finish time for this year's Kona pros, no spots were, um, were changed. Crowley still won in front of Pete Jacobs and Andreas Ralu and so on. So he's sort of saying if you factored in, if they went and did Norseman, the results would still be the same. But, um... And the next one was, based on
0: current improvements, when will the woman become
1: faster than the men? Tell me about this one. And so Fegan, uh, I think, sent that one in, and he said, uh, let's get a few things out of the way first. I find the wording of the question, world record versus world best, not to, uh, to be not very interesting, because you know, there's so many different... Um, variations and stuff on courses and so on but really the, the summary that he did you know, the, the world record for the guys, oh, here we go 1997 Luke Van Laird set the time as 7.50.27, it was then broken in 2011 by Marino and then Andreas um, a, a week later and wrote, so um, not very exciting, Luke Van Laird's record stood for quite a while 14 years, um, from what I heard it must have been a great race with quite a few people pushing the pace for the whole distance, it certainly was, there was, um, there was uh, Van Leerd and there was uh, Thomas Hellregel and Jürgen Zach all pushing the pace so they really cranked it on the run um, the female record was broken in this way, it was uh, set in, at 8.50 53 in 1994 and then it started being broken in 2008 by Sandra Volnhurst, the week later Yvonne Van Blerken, and then Chrissy sort of smashed it to pieces So, if you um, took took the females, fourteen years to break the record as well. Um, So, both same, equal between males and females. Um, And looking forward, he wants to extrapolate from these a few data points, and you know that took. uh, But they've taken thirty-two minutes off the record in seventeen years. Hold on, I've got. Even I've got to make my font bigger. I can't even read my yeah, stuff Yeah, that was pretty small.
0: Even I was thinking, well, that font's small.
1: Um, so he was saying that for the woman, they've improved 150, on average, improved 115 seconds per year. Um, on the men's side as well, there's also improvement of 38 seconds per year. So based on this, it will take the woman 19 years to catch up the men's current record, assuming that the men's record doesn't change at all. Um, but if you'd factor in the men's continuing to improve at the same rate they've been improving I love this question. it will take them uh, more than 28 years to catch up to the men's record if they keep improving at the same rate. Well, wow, there you go. will see you Ross. So potentially <laughs> it sounds like there is the possibility but we'll see
0: good work Okay. Well, so so thoughts, again go to um, com. he's okay. got lots and lots of great posts
1: one other thing is, says maybe more interesting speculation maybe would the woman would they be able to break 8, eight hours if the rate of improvement continues it seems feasible to go 8 hours within the next 10 years and the one thing, you, you,
0: yeah, it's all good, but take away Chrissy, and these numbers are considerably different. Because yes. Chrissy, you know, Ben Van, um, Van did an eight forty five, so Chrissy broke that record by over twenty seven minutes. Yes. So if you take away Chrissy, then those numbers are completely different. But you know, maybe Chrissy will go sub eight. Yes. You know, Fair do knows. you think she's going got another eighteen minutes in her? You never know. Who knows? Did.
1: I'd always say no, but um, you never know.
0: <laughs> okay, last sponsor, and it's, it's good friends of the show, Flinks dot
1: com so we want to you know this show is the best of and it's about supporting our sponsors and you know Ethlinks have been on uh, the second long sponsor they've been on with us for a long long time and uh, you don't have to eat with them you don't have to, have to buy anything you basically you don't even
0: have to buy anything John no That's
1: you've got to go to in win. there and uh, and your support of I am and supporting of Athlinks is really to enable them to have the most thorough set of results and to have the most um, number of members on you know the way they're going to get money is to, 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 to basically go off and get, get advertisers on their site um, so all you need to do you know, even if you haven't done this before you just go on there if you haven't signed up you sign up very quick and then you just go through and claim your results and I can assure you I, I, from time to time when I do go on athletics I'm not racing that much now but you do go back and you look at all these results you go I've now got results on there from way back in 2004 and I've even managed to get a result from 19... 19- 96 it was wow. up there um, so there's not many results out there but really it does it's great to keep well, have, results have in one place. 84 million results mm. 84 million mm. it's, it's staggering <coughs> so they'll, they'll, if they're not up there you can just put them up there it's a nice quick process and just claim them and uh, join up to our IM Talk group and uh, it's just as I said just Further down the track You'll be be coming back And thanking us In 10 years time Yeah it's such a great resource And because the thing is If if races disappear um, You know say you go And do I Ironman I career doesn't seem to be anymore Their website's down now, you can't go back and claim Those historical results, are gone yep. But as long as they're posted up on Athlinks They're all going to be up there for eternity
0: What I love about it is you go to the front page and it's got members near you So we've got Pete Tinh- Tinhall, Daddy Death mm-hmm. We've got Pete Smith, we've got Rob Ness We've got uh, Christine Craig We've got John Cox, we've got Mike Cockrell
1: So, Cochran So yep. yeah, it's, it's, I love it So get on to Athlinks, good friend the show Sign up if you haven't already. Claim your results. If you haven't claimed your results for the last year, make it a New Year's resolution. I'm going to do this once a year. I'm going to get all my results up there and uh, you'll be thankful for us. I think the thing thanks. is, as
0: well, is that you'll look at it, you know, it's that thing where you, you probably listen to me and go, oh, I need to do that sometime. Just book out some time, do it right now, get in there, get in front of your screen, sign up and start checking those results. Because as I say, you know, always, we always say you, and you won't regret it when you're five years down the track and you'll go back, oh, I did that so great. Oh, that was a really good day. Mm. It's like, you know what, I write a journal every night. Mm-hmm. Every night I do it. been doing it since 1990. Eight, mm-hmm. So I've been doing it for like 13 years now And it's funny because You you know we have memories of our life But when you go back and you read You know I don't do it often But sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go back and, and it's amazing how much A you remember that day But it has so many other memories You have around that Just because you've got a record of it Like it blows my mind And this is the same kind of thing Like we you know when you race You can often race a lot And you don't remember like a, you know can you remember every race you did if you went on Athlinks and probably not but if you kind of just got into the record of always just putting the stuff on Athlinks actually you go back and go oh I remember that race and you remember the highlights of that race so it's it's all just it's just for your own memories in the long term so Athlinks.com guys get on it cool okay let's, uh, let's uh, have a break because now we're going to do that interview we didn't do it before we're going to do it now yeah. but you guys won't hear it anyway we'll hear it next year here we go Questions,
1: questions and answers. answers
0: We kind of stuffed up before we liked that We had the harmony happening there mate
1: It's really just plugs rather than questions and answers today. Plugs and answers Joe Carrot um, and Stephen Lord They're putting on a camp in March in Lanzarote For everyday training endurance camps uh, If you go to everydaytraining.org.uk um, You'll be able to find a link on there It's 500 quid includes 500 quid. quid Includes accommodation, meals, massage, sports, nutrition Plus Is quid a slam term? Yes It is I assume so It's supposed to be pounds Great British pounds Or pounds sterling uh, so six days of organised training with Stephen and I And races and games and prizes from our camp sponsors So check out that at everydaytraining.org.uk And also, good friends of the show at Pyrenees Multisport Have launched a uh, oh, cool. new website um, They've got a whole range of tours and stuff on uh, Down there, they're expanding into the French Alps And into Corsica in 2012 So they came over to the Alps with us this year for, for Epic Camp Which was awesome, Ooh, they checked they it all out
0: Because I think oh, they used to do it themselves on the old iWeb and yep. iWeb died, so they had to go to a new website. But they've done a
1: good job. So they've got the, some of the grand tours um, that are all officially recognised by governing bodies now. Include the Raid Pyrenean which they uh, which is a hundred hour challenge. Uh, the Raid Alpine, which is the route de, route de Grand Alpes. Uh, the Tour de Course, which is the official route of the All Day Club Parisian. And they've still got all their other ones. Uh, the Pyrenean Traverse. Uh, they've got their John. Uh, you're on the website. Am I? Yeah. Nice. You're famous. Uh, they've got their Camp Ultime, team, which includes the the two two uh, 2012 Tour de France mountain stages. Nice. Um, as well as a tri country tri county tour through Spain, Andorra, and back into France. And they've got their Iron Camp, uh, and they've also partnered up with Rose bikes, so they've got a whole new fleet of bikes. So right. lots going on. So if you want to get a, an awesome break, go ride some of the famous. Uh, Climbs of the Pyrenees or the Alps, or just go do a really uh, challenging week of um, adventures. Go to pyreneesmultisport.com and com you actually
0: James and Wiseman Bo's tell I think he's going over there. Nice, yeah. He's, he's saying he sorted out for those guys and they're brilliant. And, and you know what? I loved them. They were, they were great. Oh, it's, it's good times. They were there. so helpful, mm. especially when I lost my passport. Yeah. <laughs> really good. I'm sure, they don't want me back. <laughs> okay. Anything else we need to plug? That's it. <clears throat> okay John. So
1: let's do our wrap up of the year. It's been a big year for Bevan and I. It's
0: been a Year, isn't it? Because you know, for us, uh, let's start with the earthquake. We, you know, early in two, was it 22nd of February? 22nd of February, just start off the new year, start talking about the big Ironman events, what's going to happen this year, and then our city started shaking.
1: Cha. And, and maybe I don't know if we gave the best description of what was going on because it was incredibly traumatic Um, for not quite so much for us, but for it's just it's mind blowing what we had to, to had to live through, and, and words can't really describe it because. Uh, yeah, I think the best example was when my brother-in-law came down for a night and this was months this was like in uh, in June or July or something after yep. we had one of the big aftershocks and he had to sleep through a night of a you know, reasonable number of aftershocks and he was just like crapping himself really um, and that was just like yeah, that <laughs> was, it was just like a, a pretty stock standard night um, <laughs> And it was. I, I went into the into town uh, the weekend. They've I've opened up a walkway. You can go into the the square, which is the the right in the center of our city. And uh, they just did that recently on Sundays. And you walked in there, and there's just basically the whole city center is getting basically demolished. Yeah. You know, yep. every high rise in there is basically getting demolished. Not that we've got a huge amount no, of high right. rises, <laughs> yeah. but you go in the city now, it's just. Every building basically is getting pulled down. Um, home, yeah, you know, lots of people have had huge impacts in terms of uh, financial loss through loss of jobs. Kids are still you know traumatized by it, getting yeah. counseling um and it was an incredibly scary time that I don't know.
0: Yeah, well, I suppose, and, and well, you know, like, you know, we look at the show every year, and we kind of go, well, wow, we're really proud of what it's become, and, and this year, in some ways, it seems to be taking another step forward in, in its evolution, and, and, but, you know, like, one of the biggest things that, first of all, like, it was funny, the earthquake happened, John and I contacted each other, how can we get the show out there, like, we're, it's funny how we're committed to making this thing work, which is really quite cool, but, and we, we, we know you guys appreciate that, because you tell us all the time, but it's, um, you know, like, John then came up with the idea of doing an earthquake fundraiser, mm-hmm. and and you know, and I kind of thought, oh, well, we might get a couple hundred bucks, and you know, good on you. And uh, but everyone came to the party, you know, the pros came to the party, you know, and, and then you guys, you know, we raised the twenty grand, wasn't it? It was about that, yeah, yeah, twenty yep. grand. So- and you hear these other people going, oh, you know, I've raised a couple hundred bucks for earthquake, and then you know, you know, you kind of pop out there, oh, you're a, you were know, in this podcast. We do,
1: we got about twenty grand, twenty grand. Yeah. It was like. So I think it, but part, for me, a big part of that was it was yeah the raising the money was fantastic and, uh, and it 's and it's, it's helping, but it was more the fact that people just got involved the pros were happy to help that yep. you guys were happy to bid you know the, guy, the challenge guys were awesome giving us all the entries into all the yeah. races that was a huge part that of the money awesome. race so challenge were, were awesome and then you know the fact that you know, the world champion Miranda Carfrey gives us her, her running shoes that she won the race and yeah. um, so it was just really um, heartwarming to see those people wanting to help out and uh, in terms of what that money's been doing it's actually harder to spend money than you think because you've got you know 20, whilst 20 grand is a lot of money it can go a long way and it can also not really you can't really do any big projects with it yep. so a few things that we've been doing you know it's gone into um, a fund with our triathlon club and like any races events that we sort of had on last year, basically anybody could, that, that was under any sort of hardship at all could either get a half price entry or, or a free entry. Um, we also put on a, a new event, um, which was sort of the rise up challenge that was um, a couple of months after the big earthquake, really encouraging people just to get involved in the sport um, it not so, it was just a really low key um, it was good f- it was fun good. event yeah. and that 's yeah. going to sort of carry on and, and try to be a bit of a memorial event of, of types. Um, what else do we do um, kids development kids development we 're going to put some money towards helping kids getting up to to nationals and stuff um, this year anybody wants to do do that. Uh, and we must just, also say, I've got Hamish Carter down here to do a talk as well, yeah, help so, cover some of his costs. So, really good here. stuff. And, then, mm-hmm. and one thing we
0: do need to give you know, Challenge were awesome with our thing. They were really, really fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we've got to give Challenge a lot of love for that because, you know, they didn't have to do it. And they, it's John was saying a lot of the money, that the 20000 comes from them giving away those entries, which we must appreciate. But also, WB, we do have to give WTC some love here because. They did some fundraising around I Man Taupo and you were saying the other day to me about
1: Yeah, so they, they, they basically just um you know, taking a bucket round and they raised like sixty or eighty oh no, no WTC put on a huge chunk. I think they put in like about fifty grand. Um, yep. and then I think they fundraised, you know, about thirty ish on the on the sort of round I Man New Zealand weekend. And uh and that's got that's what that's done, it's um People now were able to apply for the money. Uh, they also put on a little camp down in Christchurch, sort of not a camp a sort of a, a a series of talks with you know Cameron Brown and Aaron Baker and Scott Molina and that so helped cover that but then people were able to apply to get assistance to attend you know, Iron Man New Zealand, or just basically get some some assistance and I know a couple of people down here that have got the grant that they really needed it um, it made it, they were still probably going to go anyway, but it made a really big difference mm. to to just take a little bit of stress off, because yeah, a lot of people down here are. You know, I suppose a lot of people in the world at the moment are struggling with the, the current financial crisis and stuff. But down here, it has been we've seen a big, big downturn in a lot of business. So it's um, that's been awesome to make a big difference. Uh,
0: I th- you know, and I suppose ultimately that really shows what a great community of people we are. You know, like mm-hmm. triathletes in Juno you, know, uh, you know, we are ambitious people. You know, you don't kind of think about doing an Ironman if you're <laughs> if you're not ambitious, mm-hmm. and you're as like people who try to strive for excellence in self. And uh, and and sometimes people look at our world and they think it's kind of kind of you know and we say it ourselves you know it's very kind of individualistic and you know it's kind of a little bit selfish in, in its own ways but actually there's, there's plenty of examples of of us showing each other that we are actually more than just the self and that we care about bigger things and and you know you guys showed that this year also getting us to Kona for you know this John and I the highlight you know we did it two years ago and I you know, even thought that might be a bit of a one but mm. it worked and then you know, we went back this year and we worked our butts off over there but I was really proud of the content we put out and you guys we, we get so many emails from you guys saying you love the show and we love that you send it through to us because it really means a lot. Eh?
1: It does and uh, and you know, I think we stepped it up a bit in Kona this year, um, yep. we got some, some great names on there, um, the download numbers were going through the roof when we got um, Andrew Messick on the show mm. so um, I'm pretty much committed to going back next year, so we'll uh we'll start the fundraising now. It does really depend on fundraising basically to yeah. get us over there. Um and but it's uh it was it was good. Yeah, you know, we got some great content. The pros are very accessible and we'll will try to get uh, a broad range of people again. So that's certainly gonna be Something to look forward to. And
0: what's nice about it Is that you guys like we get lots of feedback. Like, oh, I love hearing the water on the boat. You know, I have like, people yeah. who are sitting in their office at work. You know, listen to the show and they feel they're a part of the Kona experience. And mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's pretty cool. So that was really great. Legends of Triathlon. You know, we just started this last month. Um, we got Erin Baker coming up next January first. Yeah, so when I'm on holiday, I have to get up <laughs> yesterday.
1: And oh, you, can, you can preload it, can't
0: you? <laughs> oh, I have to do a little bit of work, but that's okay to mind. But um, we did Erin Baker. We we interviewed her last week, and she was it's fantastic. Gold. She is. She
1: doesn't. She doesn't hold her punches had two, two in a row I'm lining up um, interview number three and uh, we're in the process of doing that at the moment but it's another multiple world champion and uh, got uh, should have some very interesting stories mm.
0: so yep so legends of the triathlon and, and to be honest Jeez, you guys have really picked up that show quickly because the numbers on that are massive so um, and we and we really are committed to making it an amazing show that really keeps our sport and the history of our sport growing so that you know anyone who joins up sport next year can go in and go oh well, this is what's been happening and, and the more we do the show the more is going to happen so it's been pretty massive you never highlight Sean
1: um it's a pretty high um I didn't do any really racing this year myself I mean my last Serious crack was uh, was The Auckland Marathon last year So on the racing front Nothing really to report there um, No, new equipment That was quite a big highlight
0: audio, Yeah, but thanks team. to Audio Technica They just, you know, just over delivered mm-hmm.
1: Yeah well, it, was a, it was a little A little bit whore uh, uh, it was always a little bit, Yeah, our equipment was, was adequate, but... uh we've, well, we've let's be honest, up. we
0: had one mic we sat around. Yeah,
1: it was, it was not that impressive when you had... A- and my post-production was bit, you
0: know, you didn't have much control over it, whereas now I have all this uh, awesome equipment, and it was really, really, we really appreciate that. So if you do know anyone who's, you know, needs some audio gear in your work for your conferences or something like that, Audio Technica, check them out, because, uh, you know, like... He just, he just said Hey I've got this gear Do you want it? And we're like Yeah we'll have it <laughs> and, then, and you know you, When people offer you stuff you often don't expect much And he just over delivered And then oh, when you We were going to Kona said, so I'll get some stuff That'll
1: work for Kona And you know our, All the stuff over there Sounded really great as well mm-hmm. So so I think it's a big 12 months ahead as well You know we've certainly Got a few doors Are starting to open In terms of uh, access We can get And, and, and our relationship With WTC now Yeah And uh, so we might Sort of see a few changes In the next 12 months Sort of um, making the show Bigger and better, and hopefully more a little more professional than what it is. Although we want to keep it pretty relaxed, yeah, um, we're never going to be that sharp, let's be honest. <laughs> so it's a big, big year ahead. And um, big thanks to our sponsors who keep us rolling Coffees of Hawaii, Athlinks, and Extreme Endurance. Yeah. And without their support, we wouldn't be here. So, yeah, to be sure honest, you, yeah, you need your
0: sponsors, you know, yeah. like, it's so important. So make sure you guys support them because it goes both ways.
1: Sweet. What are you doing Christmas Day, mate? Christmas Day, um, we will. Probably have our presents unwrapped by around about six thirty in the morning. Nice, and then uh, off to the in-laws for lunch. Oh, nice! And gotta go. I've got. Do you see your oh, own family? No, they're not here this year. They're, they're my, my brother and sisters. Okay, and um, on Christmas Eve, uh, and hopefully you're available to help me with a little lift down at my I can place. Can do that. Um, but this Friday we've got uh, the Snip Part Two going on, so you're oh, going to have to do all the lifting. Friday? You're going to have to do all the lifting. What
0: are do you mean you're doing it on Christmas? what are you doing it on Friday for?
1: Well, well, Friday and Saturday because we the, we want the we want to hide it, and then we're going to put it put what, it. What hide the, the Snip? No, no, on oh, oh, Friday. Well, because I figured that over Christmas uh, it's going to be a down period. I'll just be able to relax. I won't, it you know, won't have too much going on. So that was really oh. not looking forward to that at yeah, all. Yeah, I wouldn't be looking forward to it either. Yeah, uh, Bevan, what about your Christmas Day? Well, I do have to bring up Dave one. Oh yes You do have to yes. bring up Dave Dwan because Dave Dwan called me up last week and said John, Bevan is full of it I was coming down the motorway last week on the way back from Pegasus Dave, you know nothing And I was sitting there and I saw, thought Who is this dropkick in the other lane that's blocking all the traffic And he's driving at 90 kilometres an hour Our limit is 100 Yep. And uh, he said, who is this dropkick? The rules of the road are you pull over to the left side If yep. you're not overtaking I agree and so Bevan was claims he was driving at hundred and No, fact he but Dave Dwan,
0: get it right, mate, get it right, get right. He turned up to the party late. It's like you know, he turned up to the party late, you turned up to the party. So what happened was two lane road on the left hand lane If you're going under the speed limit Your to go in the left hand lane I was in the right hand lane Because I was going 109 The speed limit's 100 You can't go over 110 If you're going to get a ticket So I was sitting on 109 And the person this is, And this is before Dave Dwan Turned up oh, Late to the party Dave Late to the party Dave That's your new nickname You know Late <laughs> to the party Dave So anyway So because he was Dave the slave Isn't he
1: yeah, you can call them whatever you want. No, I think
0: it's the same toilet name, Slater But now it's late to the party, Dave. We're going to call you okay. because he turns up to the party late. So what happened was I'm going 109, and the person's up my bum at 109, and I'm thinking, give me a break because I was going, to, you know, I was in the correct lane, and because up my bum, that's when I made a conscious decision to be a pain in the bum. Okay. So Dave Dwan, get your parties, get your facts right, mate. Late <laughs> okay. to the party, Dave. Uh, Jeepers creepers. Oh dear. How about the net, John? Christmas Day. I do family. Yep. Family. Um I'm growing a beard. Do you like my beard? Someone told me the other day, go, You know the problem with your beard, Bevan <laughs> it looks like you got pubes going out of your yeah, face. It's a little bit along those lines, <laughs> yeah. So with <always> the love. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean that yeah, my daughter going doing my Christmas shopping today.
1: You don't you don't, you're doing it today? Yeah. Madness. Well, have you done yours? Everything's done. we were dust done it dust week, weeks oh, ago. What did you do? I bought Belinda a tennis racket. <laughs> there you go. The madness. It is just horrible going shopping at this time of the year. Yeah but just painful. I leave it like today,
0: one day I will get my 10, eleven o'clock today, I'm out the door, I'll be back at four, they I'll be done. Right. Once a year, John, I hate I hate them all. Mm. It's a plague. Horrible. Place. It's a plague. Yeah. Alright John, well guys thank you so much for all your support And every bit of email and everything you've done Throughout this year to support the show Especially big thanks to everyone who's donated to the show um, You know like the Kona the, you know, the, the show gets better because you guys Contribute to it, the people who contribute to the content Just everyone, you know every year We kind of say thank you and, and we really appreciate The show's kind of going from bigger and bigger and bigger And we, we, it really comes from the fact that you guys support What we do, so we appreciate that We hope you have a wonderful Christmas and New Year's With your family and your loved ones, um, keep training do, Don't, lot, do lots of training on Boxing Day, burn off your Christmas. Yeah, go crazy Christmas, Christmas Day and then do an eight-hour bike on Boxing Sorry. Day. <laughs> I'm Russ. I'm window. Train hard. Train smart. Kia car.